Section 5 of China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The World's Story, Volume 1 China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 5 shun of you who control the floods by confucius the most famous man that ever lived in china was the philosopher confucius he studied the ancient records picked out everything that he thought was worth saving and put his information together in the shu king or history book his story begins in two thousand three hundred fifty six b c when yao the model emperor was on the throne the editor the emperor said who will search out for me a man according to the times whom i may raise and employ fang tse said there is your heir son chu who is highly intelligent the emperor said alas he is insincere and quarrelsome can he do the emperor said who will search out for me a man equal to the exigency of my affairs one tao said oh there is the minister of works whose merits have just been displayed in various ways the emperor said alas when unemployed he can talk but when employed his actions turn out differently he is respectful only in appearance see the floods assail the heavens the emperor said o chief of the four mountains destructive in their overflow are the waters of the inundation in their vast extent they embrace the mountains and overtop the hills threatening the heavens with their floods so that the inferior people groan and murmur is there a capable man to whom i can assign the correction of this calamity all in the court said oh there is Quan." the emperor said alas no by no means he is disobedient to orders and tries to injure his peers his eminence said well but try him and then you can have done with him the emperor said to kwan go and be reverent for nine years he labored but the work was unaccomplished the emperor said o oh, you chief of the four mountains I have been on the throne for seventy years you can carry out my appointments i will resign my throne to you his eminence said i have not the virtue i should only disgrace the imperial seat the emperor said point out some one among the illustrious or set forth one from among the poor and mean all in court said to the emperor there is an unmarried man among the lower people called shun of you the emperor said yes i have heard of him what is his character his eminence said he is the son of a blind man his father was obstinately unprincipled his stepmother was insincere his half-brother shang was arrogant he has been able however by his filial piety to live in harmony with them and to lead them gradually to self-government so that they no longer proceed to great wickedness the emperor said 
i will try him i will wife him and then see his behaviour with my two daughters on this he gave orders and sent down his two daughters to the north of the quay to be wives in the family of you the emperor said to them be reverent you appears before the emperor to make his report the emperor said come you you also must have admirable words to bring before me you did obeisance and said oh what can i say after kao yao o emperor i can only think of maintaining a daily assiduity kao yao said alas will you describe it you said the inundating waters seem to assail the heavens and in their vast extent embrace the mountains and overtop the hills so that people were bewildered and overwhelmed i mounted my four conveyances and all along the hills hewed down the woods at the same time showing the multitudes how to get flesh to eat i also opened passages for the streams throughout the nine provinces and conducted them to the sea i deepened moreover the channels and canals and conducted them to the streams at the same time along with tsei sowing grain and showing the multitudes how to procure the food of toil in addition to flesh meat i urged them further to exchange what they had for what they had not and to dispose of their accumulated stores in this way all the people got grain to eat and all the states began to come under good rule kao yao said yes we ought to model ourselves after your excellent words a story has been handed down that in memory of yu's feat of engineering a record was cut on a rock high up on one of the mountains of sacrifice whether this is true or not no one can say but some of the chinese historians have the utmost confidence in the tradition the venerable emperor said o aid and counsellor who will help me in administering my affairs the great and little islands that is the inhabited places even to their summits the abodes of the beasts and birds and all beings are widely inundated advise send back the waters and raise the dikes for a long time i have quite forgotten my family i repose on the top of the mountain yolu by prudence and my labours i have moved the spirits i know not the hours but repose myself only in my incessant labours the mountains hua yo tai and hung have been the beginning and end of my enterprise when my labours were completed i offered a thanksgiving sacrifice at the solstice my affliction has ceased the confusion in nature has disappeared the deep currents coming from the south flow into the sea clothes can now be made food can be prepared all kingdoms will be at peace and we can give ourselves to continual joy for many years yu continued to show himself wise and sagacious and devoted to the welfare of the kingdom one day the emperor sent for him and the following conversation took place the emperor said you i have occupied the imperial throne for thirty and three years i am between ninety and a hundred years old and the laborious duties weary me do you eschewing all indolence take the leadership of my people you said my virtue is not equal to the position the people will not repose in me but there is kao yao 
with vigorous activity sowing abroad his virtue which has descended on the black-haired people till they cherish him in their hearts o emperor think of him when i think of him my mind rests on him as the man for this office when i would put him out of my thoughts they still rest on him when i name and speak of him my mind rests on him for this the sincere outgoing of my thoughts about him is that he is the man o emperor think of his merits the emperor said kao yao that of these my ministers and people hardly one is found to offend against the regulations of my government is owing to your being the minister of crime and intelligent in the use of the five punishments to assist the inculcation of the five duties with a view to the perfection of my government and that through punishment there may come to be no punishments but the people accord with the path of the mean continue to be strenuous kao yao said your virtue o emperor is faultless you condescend to your ministers with a liberal ease you preside over the multitude with a generous forbearance punishments do not extend to the criminal's heirs while rewards reach to after generations you pardon inadvertent faults however great and punish purposed crimes however small in cases of doubtful crimes you deal with them lightly in cases of doubtful merit you prefer the high estimation rather than put to death an innocent person you will run the risk of irregularity and error this life-loving virtue has penetrated the minds of the people and this is why they do not render themselves liable to be punished by your officers the emperor said to enable me to follow after and obtain what i desire in my government the people everywhere responding as if moved by the wind this is your excellence the emperor said come you the inundating waters filled me with dread when you realized all that you represented and accomplished your task thus showing your superiority to other men without any prideful presumption there is not one in the empire to contest with you the palm of ability without any boasting there is not one in the empire to contest with you the claim of merit i see how great is your virtue how admirable your vast achievements the determinate appointment of heaven rests on your person you must eventually ascend the throne of the great sovereign the mind of man is restless prone to err its affinity for the right way is small be discriminating be undivided that you may sincerely hold fast the mean do not listen to unsubstantiated words do not follow undeliberated plans of all who are to be loved is not the sovereign the chief of all who are to be feared are not the people chief if the multitude were without the sovereign whom should they sustain aloft if the sovereign had not the multitude there would be none to guard the country for him be reverent carefully demean yourself on the throne which you will occupy respectfully cultivating the virtues which are to be desired in you if within the four seas there be distress and poverty your heaven conferred revenues will come to a perpetual end it is the mouth which sends forth what is good and gives rise to war my words i will not repeat you said 
submit the meritorious ministers one by one to the trial of divination and let the fortunate indication be followed the emperor said you the officer of divination when the mind has been made up on a subject then refers it to the great tortoise now in this matter my mind was determined in the first place i consulted and deliberated with all my ministers and people and they were of one accord with me the spirits signified their assent the tortoise and grass having both concurred divination when fortunate may not be repeated you did obeisance with his head to the ground and firmly declined the throne the emperor said do not do so it is you who can suitably occupy my place on the first morning of the first month you received the appointment in the temple of the spiritual ancestor and took the leading of all the officers as had been done at the commencement of the emperor's government end of section five this recording is in the public domain